Hi, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Be Real, Get Real. Hope you're having a fantastic day, and I hope to add to that fantastic day so that you can move on in your day with motivation, inspiration, and everything you need to have a fantastic day, a great weekend, and keep moving. I'm Trish Carr with Women's Prosperity Network, and it's time for another episode of Be Real, Get Real. This is the show where we actually get to know the people behind the business. You know, we always say, I'm going to do business with this particular company, or I'm doing business with Coca-Cola, or I'm doing business with PepsiCo, or I'm going to Kroger, right? But the fact is, we don't do business with business. We do business with people. So the idea is to get to know the people behind the business, because that's where no like, and trust comes from. That's where you really learn if this is a business you want to do business with. And today I'm so excited to have with me my guest, and I'm Margaret Leslie. And Margaret is an amazing woman, amazing woman. And Margaret is best known for being the president of ISHA, ISHA, which stands for the Institute of Spiritual Healing and Aroma Therapy. And Margaret is, lives in Knoxville, Tennessee. She's the president of the Institute and she's a practitioner and instructor herself. She studied psychology at good old Rocky Top, everybody. Rocky Top, Tennessee, you all know it. Tennant University of Tennessee, Knoxville. She lives in, I think, Dandridge, right? Yep, yep, Dandridge. That's right. And I am so excited to have her with me today. So please welcome, please welcome. That's the fabulous, the fabulous Margaret Leslie. So good to have you with us. Thank you, Trish. It's awesome to be here. Um, it's always exciting to do anything with WPN. <laughs> oh, thanks. I'm so glad that you are here and you make up what is WPN. So I'm so thrilled that you are here and that people are going to get a chance to know you. So when I talk about healing therapy and the Institute, and so tell me a little bit about that so we can all understand what Aisha is? Well, we say Isha. But, okay, um, thank you. I'm so glad that you told me <laughs> because, you know, Margaret, I've known you for like 10 years and I still can't get that right. Well, <laughs> we finally added it into our name so that we can use those initials officially. Um, it's just easier than having to say the Institute of Spiritual Healing and Aromatherapy every time. I know, we say WPN, so I can relate. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, So we are an educational program. Um, our education is based on uh, a Christian heritage of the laying on of hands, healing and anointing. And we have the two avenues the Healing Touch Spiritual Ministry, which deals with the energy work and um, and goes into some of the essential oils. But the emphasis is the 
the energy work, which is based on the laying on of hands. And the aromatherapy program, of course, gets into aromatherapy. Both programs have national and international certification available. And I know that in the aromatherapy world, one of the things you talk about is biblical oils, like how far back these oils go for healing. Is that why they're referred to as biblical oils? Well, they're mentioned in the Bible. Um, They're called spices often or incense, but they were used even before the, the written biblical. The first distiller ever found was 4,000 years old. Um, and it distilled cedar wood, but really, I love that. I love cedar wood, but it was like aspirin might be a common thing in your medicine cabinet. Well, the essential oils were common in the biblical times as part of their medicine cabinet. And also many were considered holy and used in rituals, uh, like anointing the king. Um, in the high temple, uh, anointing things to be sacred, set off for God. So they were mentioned many times um, in the Bible. And if they worked 4,000 years ago, my guess is they would still work today. Most definitely. That's excellent. Well, I know there's something free on your website about biblical oils, so I put it up on the screen. So I invite everybody to go again, go ahead and get that. Yeah, and even if you're not really trying to introduce them to other, to your own community or something, it gives you a lot of information that you can use in your personal life. Excellent, excellent, excellent. So, Margaret, I know that. I don't know a lot about how you got involved in this, but I know that there was some something significant that went on in your life that led you down this path and that, you know, we all have the genesis of what we do mm-hmm. back there. And if uh, it, what happened for you was in your 40s, basically, well, like your first. Um, that was my introduction. The late 40s was when I was introduced to Healing Touch. Previous to that, it had been sort of a dark place of my life, and I was doing many things to to help, you know, through that. And um, one of the things, my husband had given me a um, certificate for Mother's Day to get a massage. Massage was something I had done for people all my life, but I didn't get it. Isn't that funny? Yeah, (laughs) typical. Uh, but, um, that's the caregiver piece. But um, in getting massages, I realized I did more work on the massage table than I did in a counseling group that I was in. I could process later in the group, but the actual work happened on the table because so much is held in our bodies and it's body memories, and things like massage and healing touch and things of that type can get to that level 
easier than talk therapy where you stay in your head a lot of the time. Right. So that I found very interesting. Um, and at that point, I was sort of like, I mean, I'd been in the school system almost 25 years, but I was like, what do I do when I grow up? Because <laughs> um, some of my old parts were changing. And so I went on a trip to Florida with a friend who I considered a spiritual sounding board, you might say. And I told her in the hotel, I wish God would just write in the sky what it is I'm to do when I grow up and quit hitting me over the head with the two befores. <laughs> so that was sort of our trip down there. Well, the very next so this was after you were coming out of this, what you called this dark period. You came to Florida. Right. Okay. Yeah. And I had studied in Florida developmental play therapy years ago in the 70s. And so we stopped at the house of one of the friends I had from there. And she told me about healing touch and going to a class. And in her skepticism about the work, she had tried all the techniques on her dog who had numerous tumors. Well, the next morning, her son comes running out and says, Mom, Mom, you've got to see Goldie, the dog. All the tumors were gone. So my friend sitting across the room looks over at me and says, <clears throat> How clearly does God have to write this? So that was my introduction because I was always into healing anyway with psychology and one thing and another. And so I found a class soon after that. And in my first class, I knew my soul had come home to where I belonged. And I also knew I would be teaching the work. That just wasn't a question. So boy, I started taking the classes lickety split one after another until I hit this wall in at the advanced level. And I was like, why can't I get to this class? Well, <laughs> little did I know what God was preparing me for. I thought I was getting prepared to teach and to spread the work. Well, I was getting prepared for taking care of myself and growing and understanding this work at a much deeper level. Because in the next two years, I had close to all the major stressors that are listed in psychology. My father died. The father of a friend of mine shot himself in the head and killed himself. Oh, my. I was in a car accident. I had to have breast surgery. My son ended up in alcohol rehab. My other son was knifed at a party resulting in a his sciatic nerve being cut. Um, I retired from 25 years as a school psychologist, thinking I was going to go into this work. We sold our house in one day, had to move into a condo so we could get our house built. 
And pretty much the only stressor that was not in my life from that list was the death of a spouse. And I must say there were times in that time period in my life that I considered making that one happen. <laughs> He was an awesome person. You know the old joke. The old joke is if I just killed him when I wanted to, I would have been out by now. That's right. <laughs> uh, but that's um, a joke, everybody. That's a laugh. I was yeah. laugh. Send me letters. Oh, uh, and it was, you know, it was a very trying time to say the least. And at one point, I think it was when I had to have a second breast cancer. Uh, and I did not have cancer, but um, breast surgery, questioning cancer. I remember even laughing and saying, okay, God, how many lessons am I to learn? Right. <laughs> really now? Yeah, and that whole thing, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. You're still yelling up there, I'm strong already, stop. Yeah, well, that was part of it. But, but. How I handled all those situations was so greatly influenced by what I had learned in Healing Touch. Mm. By the work I was doing daily on myself, sometimes several times a day during some of this. Um, and if it hadn't been for that, I couldn't have laughed at all, I don't believe. But it gave me the tools to use in my daily life in order to deal with anything that came up in my life. And my faith was in God and my prayer life strengthened me. But I always saw these techniques as connected to God and that they were a gift from God for my own healing. Later, I could take it to others. And I think the stories about the wounded healer are often, you know, very true. Um, like, like we're the ones that need the healing. Right. right. And yeah. so to be able to really help others, you got to, it's like the face mask on the, mm -hmm. air, the air mask. Yeah. You put it on yourself yeah. first. And God sort of took care of that for me. <laughs> I mean, it was like, uh, okay. So by the time I finished those, I knew which techniques worked with some certain things. And I also knew how to help people that had some of the same issues. Um, so it really was a gift. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Margaret, it's such a fascinating um, field. So it supports you emotionally, physically, spiritually. You know, we think of the laying of hands and the energy work as, um, you know, you have to actually be physically with someone. Is that true for what you do? Certainly not. Um, I always was able to do the work long distance. But we didn't emphasize that. We emphasized being in person. And mm -hmm. I got my massage license so I could touch and, you know, those kind of things. But COVID certainly changed that whole story. Yes. 
And as one of our instructors said, you know, does when we were questioning, could people catch on to the work on Zoom? Um, she said, I don't think God's scared by Zoom at all. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, and it's turned out sometimes people pick up the skills even better because they're not conversing on the side with the st other students. They're more focused. Um, and the healing that I've seen happen is awesome. Totally so can you awesome. Give me an example of some of the things that you've seen. Which way? You know, like I heard about the dog and the tumors and my jaw mm -hmm. dropped. Yeah. So is it um, really physical or both? Physical. It's... I've seen incredible emotional, spiritual changes. Um, in my practice, I worked a lot with people who had been sexually abused. Oh. And um, I saw incredible changes. I actually had a, one of my clients tell me, I've done more work in three sessions on your table than I've done in 10 years in psychotherapy. Yes, yes, yes. And her, her therapist actually contacted me um, wow. about what was going on and was very pleased. <laughs> but um, in a class, we had a situation of someone who, I think she said for eight years, she'd been having real trouble getting around and was walking with a cane and could not go up steps. And she, I, I was demonstrating back work and she asked to be the recipient of the um, teaching. Mm -hmm. And one, another instructor was there learning the program. And so we sort of worked together, but when we finished, she was able to get off the table and walk up the steps without. Oh my goodness. So yeah, I, yes, I've seen things like that. More things are more subtle and they happen over time, but there are every day when I was had a regular practice, I'd walk out with this. Thank you, God, that I get paid to do this. Yeah. Um, I'm allowed in this sacred space with these people. And it it is, the work has always spoken to me uh, on a very deep level. It's, it's sort of like a living prayer. <laughs> um, doesn't necessarily need words, but things are happening. And... Lately, in our Calling All Healers sessions that we've been doing, trying to unite healers worldwide to help in this time after the pandemic and this time of changes within our societies and all those kind of things, um, we let the people just do the simple laying on of hands with each other. Uh, we put them in breakout groups. And some of the stories that have come back from that are awesome. 
of how incredible that five minutes was for a person. So the um, calling all healers, is that something that people can learn more about on AishaHealing.com? They certainly can. There is a section called um, connected, being connected and our um, gotcha. Okay. And in there is always some of the upcoming events and we're okay. having the calling it all healers is being every other month. Um, and it is open to anyone who is interested in bringing healing into our world. Wonderful. Whatever and, that might be. Right. Whatever that might be for them, mm -hmm. really. And then there's also information on essential oils. Like we said, you can go ahead and get a free listing. It'll give you about the biblical oils, which have been around forever. You know, we always talk about Western medicine being so amazing. And it's amazing what is available to us that has been working for thousands of years that we don't use. So thank right. you. It doesn't typically have the side effects. Exactly. Yeah, you're not listening to the side effects. Many of our modern um, medicines actually are created through extractions yes. from essential oils or copying the uh, chemical components. But then when it's put together synthetically, it doesn't have the same synergy. Of course not. Of course not. It's not It's not from God anymore, I guess, you know? Right. So, Margaret, so anybody who's interested in becoming a Healing Touch healer or to find out more about that, they can go to the website and you have all kinds of accredited courses they can take. Is that correct? Uh, well, they're some using the word accredited is it's that's actually a legal process that you so have to go through like with universities and all that. What's the they're, right word? Um, certified? Uh, we have national certification. There you go. We are accredited by the an international aromatherapy program. But most places we're approved and we're approved providers of continuing ed for nurses and massage therapists in many of our classes. Gotcha. Um, and then, as I say, we have the certification. So those are the. The programs that you offer. Well, Margaret, thank you. I mean, I just for me, just talking about that, you can do this remote it you know it's sort of like i have to think of it as like electricity i turn on the light and well, it works. It <laughs> i don't have to know how i just and i personally have had um work healing touch work remote and mm -hmm. it worked mm -hmm. it worked i had carpal tunnel in my hands that was very bad and it worked i had a knee issue like you talked about and it worked so it i I don't care how it works. I just know that it does. So well, thank you. Yeah, in class, you might learn a little bit about how it works, too. <laughs> I don't know if I want to know. <laughs> I like the mystery behind but, it. Well, and that's one of the things I love behind the spiritual ministry program is 
yes, there is mystery behind it also. Yes, we have the scientific facts about a lot of it, but there is a quality of mystery. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, Kate put the link in the uh, chat, in the Facebook comments mm -hmm. uh, for the Stay Connected page so that, she, so that you can just click on that from the Facebook page. Thank you so much, Kate. Yes, and, thank uh, you, Kate. Kate just made a point that trust and believe is a big part of doing the work. Yes. That's it. It's And isn't that true of life and everything in life? It's all about trust and it's all about faith and belief. And you are the walking, um, the billboard for that because you have created this incredible institute for people to be healed and to heal others. Yes. I did not originally create it. It was created by Linda Smith before me and Janet Mengen with the Healing Touch before that. We yes. are getting passed down and we are now a 501c3 so that we can continue because this is not my program. I really feel it's God's program. Yes. It's, yes. it's to go on. And you're doing God's work. So thank you, Margaret, for everything you've done. Thank you for taking the, um, the, the, the mantle from the people before you because you're keeping something so important going. So everybody, be sure to get in touch with Margaret and get in touch with Aisha because it's, again, I don't know how it works, but it does. It does. So the easiest way to stay connected is to go ahead to AishaHealing.com and click on that biblical oils and find out more about that. And then Margaret and her team will keep you posted on what's coming up. If you're interested in this and you want to learn more, just go to the website, AishaHealing.com. Margaret Leslie, you are a joy. You are a gift to this planet and to all of us. Thank you for what you do. Well, thank you, Trish, for having me. And that is ditto for you also. Thank you, my love. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. I hope you all too. of you enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you again next week with another episode of Be Real, Get Real. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye.